What's up, everyone, and welcome back to episode 19 of the reunion of Final Fantasy VII Remake Podcast. I am your host, Kai, and joining me again today is my incredible co-host, Viz. How are you doing, Viz? Generally fine. Although I feel a bit overwhelmed lately with all the stuff that's going on in my life, in the world, with the channel and other stuff I kind of want to do but don't really have the time for, but it's it's uh, it's going mm-hmm. okay. It's uh, nothing really bad or anything. How about you? Yeah, same with me. Just, you know, just dealing with life stuff happening and also the same just being like feeling a little bit overwhelmed with everything going on and trying to find time to you know put into the podcast and all the other projects that I have going on right now it's been uh pretty tough but I'm so happy that we did find time to uh sit down and chat today oh definitely yeah about the uh boss battles in in part two of the remake so Uh, Before we get started on that conversation, I just wanted to ask, how are things going over at Cosmo Canyon Observatory? All right. So last uh, Monday, we released the first of three videos about Aerith's Secret, which is we had to split it up because it would have been like a two hour video in total. And that is just from from the production standpoint too much. So we split it up. Although we will Mm -hmm. release a, a full version once all three are out. And the second one is now in in the editing phase, so it hopefully won't be too long until that one's out. Mm -hmm. I'll just try to uh, truck along, but not overwhelm myself. That's the state of things. That is the key, isn't it? (laughs) That's the key, yeah. (laughs) So a lot of people have been asking us the best way to support us here at the podcast. So the best way to support us here is to like, sub, and share the podcast. It's free, and it's the absolute best way to support us here. So today's episode, we will be talking about boss battles in Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2. We will be discussing what Final Fantasy VII OG bosses we may see and how boss battles may play out in the next part. What Final Fantasy VII OG enemies may be turned into boss battles, speculations for all new bosses in the next part, and also which enemies we actually want to see as boss battles in the next part. So I'm going to let you start off, Viz. So we are talking about Final Fantasy VII OG boss battles that we may see in part two. All right. So you also wrote something about Midgar Solom or Midgar mm-hmm. Solom, however they want to call it in the remake when it drops eventually. Um, do you want to start off with uh, some speculations? Because you okay. wrote quite a bit in here. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did. Um, so I in the original, we know that it's, you know, there was a trick where you were actually able to avoid battling the Megarzalem. Um, I was thinking that I, I don't think that that is going to be able to happen in part two. I think it's going to be a mandatory boss battle. Um, maybe like you had written that it's kind of like you fail the first time or where it just completely incapacitates your your party because they're so like low level at that point and then you have to eventually like come back and and defeat him again or like at a different time or something like that maybe throughout that area um the marshes and i was just kind of thinking like asking myself well, the battle play out like it did in the original. So he used to be able to eject party members from the fight. Um, you are unable to flee. Obviously, the flee mechanic in 
the in the remake, like there wasn't really a flea mechanic because it wasn't like the battle system isn't built the same way, right? Like before it was like you would just it was random encounters and then you were able to flee um if you felt like at some point in the battle you weren't able to actually defeat the enemy, you could flee. So obviously I don't see them having that in there. And in the original, there was a save exploit. So what you could do is like you you would save the game right at this specific spot. And then when you would stop and reload the game, it was like the Midgar Zolom was in a different part of the water in the marsh. So you could actually just walk across it without even like doing the battle. I, I thought it would be cool if they could just like have some kind of a reference to that. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like a super meta just reference in the party, just talking to one another. And then they just make some comment that kind of brings it back to something like that happening. Uh, I think that would be really cool. Maybe. Yeah. What's also possible, I mean, in the, in the original is that if you time it exactly right and walk across the swamp, the, the shortest yes. distance, you can actually just mm -hmm. run across without it catching you. But it's, you really yeah, have to yeah. time it right and know when to, it's you do. hard. I tried it. I I uh, did it once, but it's not easy because it, you're meant to uh, get a, catch a chocobo and run across it with the chocobo because it's much faster. And I think it's this is this will be the same in the remake. You have to mm -hmm. go to chocobo ranch and get a chocobo or get the means to catch a chocobo and then run across something like that. Mm -hmm. Because when you just go in there without any preparation it will probably just appear out of nowhere at some point and you probably just have to run away because if you don't it will just decimate you <laughs> that's how <laughs> i imagine it Un unless you yeah. grind like crazy maybe it won't really be possible depending on how they scale uh levels and experience points and the uh, experience curve i don't know right maybe different so i i do hope that it's not possible to uh to kill it there because it would diminish the the effect mm -hmm. that the Midgar Solemn on the spike on the, the huge tree has. Yeah, Sephiroth exactly. just could it could impale it and you had to flee. So Yeah. That's that's my hope because mm, if you can just grind it then it can then use kind of cheap exploits to kill it, it's not the same. Yeah, I was reading stories um, online. Well, I actually, it was the comment section because I actually had YouTube the video because I just wanted to be refreshed on this boss battle. And uh, people did not even know that they could like skip, like there was kind of an exploit, like a save exploit. Mm -hmm. And they also didn't know that they could just walk across. So people, what were they were doing was like they they just grinded and grinded and grinded <laughs> to the point where they could actually defeat mm -hmm. him i think that's two ones like early in the game and i was like oh my god they didn't even know and they were like oh my god i can't believe like that i could have done that and also uh there was one person who actually had enemy skill materia so they actually got beta mm -hmm. the enemy skill from the midgar Zolom, and then they defeated him and then they used that for the rest of the game and the game was just like super easy because everything else just like melts mm. to that ability. I think that I just walked across randomly when I played it and I just 
it was just like, it must have been just the perfect time because I literally just walked across and then didn't even encounter it. Yeah, it's it's possible. When yeah, I pleaded. We're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then underneath that, I put uh, CMD Grandhorn. Right, it's in Fort Condor, right after the mines, yeah. Yeah. And then I had that uh, you could actually go to Fort Condor. You could skip or purposefully lose the minigame just to do this mini boss battle. The I said in the OG, the first battle actually dropped a weapon for Red 13, which is Magic Comb. Mm -hmm. We know that his weapons are changed now since they don't really make sense. They kind of they went with a collar, right? That's what holds his materia. So I see them changing that around, but it would be interesting for them to kind of have us, like I see them changing this. I see them potentially just going there and then that would be the boss battle that you have to do early on, you know? Like you you don't have to stay and do the mini game a bunch of times to get the tiered like difficulty levels and just to keep going and going. I see that happening later when you return and then you could be able to do that for some reason. I just see them focusing on doing things that kind of like push the story forward first. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, um, I'm still not sure if they should make Fort Condor mandatory because if Yuffie's mandatory and if we get her before Junon, it could very well tie in with her with her uh, story because yeah Shinra is attacking Fort Condor they have to defeat it they, they defend themselves against Shinra and this matches Yuffie's um, motivation because she not doesn't just want the material she's she also wants to kind of thrash uh, Shinra's plans if she can yes. of course that's also why she goes with the, the party, besides wanting their mm-hmm. materia. <laughs> because she, yeah. uh, she saw them using, it, using them in the, in the battle. Um, I'm pretty sure this, this could be a great opportunity to introduce her after we, we get, mm-hmm. her to, like, get her to know a little right. bit better with uh, her conflict that with, with Shinra. Maybe she know, uh, says something about uh, Wutai, or maybe Fort Condor has ties to Wutai or no about Utai, the Utai War or something like that. I don't know. They could just tie this a little bit together. So yeah, I kind of have a feeling that this will be mandatory. Right. Commander Grandhorn could be uh, just a mandatory boss that's just a story boss instead of just uh, a normal encounter kind of, which you only get when you lose the minigame. So exactly. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. That's what I was just about to say was that they could change this so that potentially that's the boss when you have to go to Fort Condor in the story. You know, when it makes sense for the story, because in the story they needed to go there to get the huge materia, right? Like in the original. Mm -hmm. And they could just make it so you can't go there right away if you wanted to. Like in the original, you could go there right away. You could just go and like, just to do this boss battle like i had already said or you don't even need to go there till the story progresses and then it's like okay now we have to go because we need the huge materia maybe they just skip it so you can't go there until it actually makes sense in the story that's 
also and then they have yeah. the mini game mm-hmm. like then they have the mini game so you just, you're not just there and you're like what's going on like why what does it have to do with anything you know mm-hmm. it is it is possible it, it depends how how they gonna gonna uh, integrate it into the story this early on before we go to tune on like that's, exactly. that's, that's why i talked about the link to to yuffie and the conflict with shinra mm-hmm. shinra and maybe that makes sense mesh this a little bit better together with uh, their conquest of the world with the Wutai War, which they want to reignite. And Fort Condor mm-hmm. could be like a strategic uh, middle point or something like that. I don't know. It's just uh, some brainstorming. But it's I can see this. And then maybe when we have the, the tiny Bronco, we could go back and do some additional optional stuff, maybe. Or if not, then just in, in the last part, in the last game, when we're... Uh, on our quest to get the uh, huge materia. That's, mm-hmm. This must be in. If they skip this, I'll be angry. <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting, too, because you, you said it was Commander Grandhorn, and I never, ever called it that. I just always called it CMD. I don't know why. <laughs> CMD. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know, how people... It's like with uh, Mako. Right, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, I always, I always pronounced it mako but until i actually heard the pronunciation online i looked it mm. up and then i had to like constantly change the way that i said it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's um pronunciation when you don't hear how it's pronounced it's... Mm-hmm. exactly because there's no voice acting <laughs> yeah. right so we were just left to kind of figure it out on yeah, our sure. own and then you so. you pronounce it like you think it's makes mm-hmm. the most sense mostly it's wrong like to titus and titus <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, after that, I did say Yuffie. I said, I guess it it is a boss battle, right? But I said that I... I, Kind of, yeah. Like, I see it being kind of like they keep the phase, like the boss battle phases in, like how when you're fighting um, Reno in the remake, how it's... it's, You know how it changes to different phases like okay now he has these electrical balls that kind of connect together mm. and then you have to kind of dodge them and um understand that now you have to destroy those first or not at all you know <laughs> what i mean like you can take your own approach yeah, exactly. your own strategy mm-hmm. to approach that boss battle i would like to see that i would like to see it more just more fleshed out maybe a longer boss battle yeah, with Yuffie, just maybe she she's like stealing your materia like as you're battling or something, and maybe she grabs you and I don't know. Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to say. Um, I'm not sure if I should yeah classify her as a boss battle in the remake when we uh, challenge her or she challenges us. Mm-hmm. It also yes. depends how she's introduced. If she's like. Uh, We've talked about this um, in a previous episode that people talked about or also theorized that it's possible that uh, our party gets robbed in calm. That's why we don't have our gear anymore. And that's that's how we get reset. And then Mm -hmm. we have to kind of chase her. And we uh, see maybe wanted posters all around because she stole other stuff. And then finally we we get to her. Then it's us challenging her and want our stuff back. In the original, she just uh, ambushed us and want, want exactly. to steal our material. That's different. Mm-hmm. It they could just go the same route as in the original. She's just there in the in the woods outside of Chunan, which we probably have to go through this time. 
like because it's not a um, world map anymore. It's more like I hope a zoned approach, as we talked about earlier or in previous episodes. Then it's it's easy to funnel us through a certain area where she ambushes us and we have to fight her. Mm-hmm. And it could be a full-fledged boss fight like Reno with two faces. And if we beat her, then she yeah, that would yeah, be then cool. it just goes to this this field in the original where we have had to talk to her. And if we choose the right answers, then she uh, mm-hmm. joins, joins us. us exactly. But since it's ninety-nine percent mandatory, I think um, it will be a little bit different. It could be just a, like a mini boss, kind of like the first sweeper battle. It's it's a bigger battle, it's uh, more severe, and he, uh, we have to employ a different strategy. But still not like a full-fledged faced boss battle where we can lose, kind of. That's why mm-hmm. I, where I'm not quite sure what's the best approach, but uh, yeah, I think the developer know what to do with it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and within the battle, mm, hard to say, she'll probably just... Uh, be very quick and maybe jump up 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 on a tree and then uh, throw her shuriken at us and stuff. We have to dodge or that would be yeah, cool. Just 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 like a nimble, quick, uh, small Yuffie. It's hard to hit and and maybe a throwback to the uh, El, how they're called again the shock troopers and the lead shock troopers who tend yeah. to evade your attacks. She'll probably do that too mm-hmm. with uh, uh, cartwheels and stuff. I don't know. That would be cool. Yeah. I would like that. And the jumping in the tree, yeah. that would be cool. And then if there was tree, there were trees there, mm-hmm. and then you could just they improve the aerial combat. So it's kind of like a way to show the the new improved like aerial combat. Maybe yeah. Fingers crossed, you know that they that they end up improving it in this next part. This or when your new is up on the tree, you just can't reach her. She's really out of reach and you can only use uh, magic attacks if she's... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that could work if she's, too. If she's uh, like in range, maybe she's completely gone and you just have to listen to where, it's, where it rustles and then uh, mm-hmm. yeah, e- evade her attacks and then she maybe jumps down again. I don't know. Just yeah. weird, weird, funny ideas. <laughs> could be interesting. Yeah. Now, the next one, I think, is Bottom Swell. Mm-hmm. Boss battle in, in the original. This one, I'm uh, not quite sure. I, uh, I've written down a few things. Mm-hmm. So it could be that he, that it's switching between like being close to the ground and floating above, kind of like Leviathan. It okay. could be kind of a discount Leviathan battle, or just oh, okay. not really discount, but kind of different, but st- uh, still the same idea. Right. With with the range. Maybe just disappear into the water again and then uh, come out. Stuff like that. That would be cool. Which forces you to, to uh, go between uh, magic attacks, long-ranged and short-range attacks. It's kind of like how they had the uh, Airbuster as well, right? Yeah, because kinda, yeah. Where he kind of flew away. True, yeah. true. And true. then flew close up and then you had to, like, use strategy to, to you know like use magic attacks mm. when he or is Barrett. <laughs> like flying away or whatever right yeah. so i'm sure it'll be s- like they'll borrow aspects of the different like like that boss battle possibly yeah and others as well like you said the leviathan battle and, and then you stagger it and it uh, drops down to the ground and then you can pummel it like hell 
Yeah, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and the water polo needs to come back, which is kind of like the pyramids from Reno in the yes. remake, which just uh, keeps you in place. You can't do anything, but it also drains mm-hmm. your HP. And you can only hurt it with magic and not physical attacks. At least that's how it was in right. the original. I hope mm-hmm. this comes back. This would be kind of irritating, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But since we probably will have Yuffie by then, we have two ranged, no, three ranged fighters because Aerith is also ranged mm-hmm. fighter now. <laughs> yes, yes. So it seems like it's impossible to not have a ranged fighter in the battle against Bottomswell, which would be nice. Yeah. Ah, no, no, it's possible. Cloud, Tifa, and Red. Crap. <laughs> it is possible, yeah. <laughs> so if you choose unwise... If they're using magic attacks. Yeah, true, true. But it's, it's uh, annoying. And I know this because I battled Leviathan with Barret's uh, close-range weapon and also the Valkyrie yes. in Chapter 15. This was so annoying. It's not fun. <laughs> no. But it's my own fault, so... Are you talking about his melee? Yeah, yeah the melee weapon? that he had, the wrecking ball. <laughs> I, I use, yeah, I use that a lot. I use that a lot. I just loved just clobbering the enemies with that weapon. I just, I liked it a lot, even though it was probably not the best use for my time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And also, he's so slow. And yeah, but I just loved it. I don't know why. I loved it against the behemoth in uh, in the laboratory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This was pretty cool yeah, because the, yeah. the behemoth didn't. Uh, zoom around a lot so it was kind of easy to land hits with Barrett and he hits like a truck with that <laughs> yeah how many times though did I use the one of his ability like, like the weapon ability for that I forget what it's called uh, now Smackdown but is he, the one like, the other one I forget too. yeah he charges mm-hmm. or he charges up and then he like goes towards them but like they had already jumped out of the way so yeah, like I, right, I right. wasted an ability <laughs> and an ATB mm, like true, true. charge for that and it didn't even hit anybody. Yeah, that's that's irritating. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my own fault because I should have been yeah. using a, a better weapon. But definitely. Anyway. Definitely. And regarding phases, because every boss battle will have at least three phases, I guess. Well, not everyone, mm-hmm. because the Turks had two phases, Rude and Reno, respectively. Right. And I think when we battled them both. Now, when we added them both, they had like four phases or something. Reno alone, the chopper, Reno and the chopper, and then Reno and Drew. There was four phases. True. Yeah. But here, Bottomswell, with most um, bosses, I kind of landed on three stages because it's sometimes kind of uh, hard to come up with four stages without actually sitting down and designing the boss battles. So... I imagine it will be closer using its body blow attacks and maybe close range attacks. Mm-hmm. And we have it can also use close range attacks. And then it might move around a lot, like uh, the last phase in Airbuster or one of the phases in uh, the Leviathan battle, where he's uh, floating up high. And we need to, to use range attacks. And Bottomswell also will use ranged attacks and AoE, like the tail whip or something, or tail strike and the moon strike. Those are yeah. um, attacks from the original. And maybe the third stage is even always out of range and we have to stagger it to bring him down. And it then uses big wave, which it needs to be okay. away from the ground to not get hit, like Absu did this time. It jumped up to the railing and 
unleashed right. the uh, sewer wa sewer water, I think it's called. Yeah. So that it doesn't get hit like in the original. It constantly get hit. Uh, sometimes even double the, the damage because it's it came from behind. It was pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, they're a bit more intelligent in the remake, I guess. Um, Dine is next, I think, because yep, yeah, Dine is the next boss battle because there is no none in Costa del Sol, none on the train tracks, none on the way to Corel, North Corel. Yeah, that's the next one. So this pretty pretty long passage uh, without any boss battle. That's interesting. I really love the bottom swell um, boss battle in the original and the set that it uses with the water oh, yeah, the set and was cool, just like definitely. the background. Mm -hmm. So beautiful. And also Priscilla and the dolphin mm -hmm. is just ridiculous, you know? Oh. And I just rewatched the boss yeah. battle and she runs towards, yeah, she runs she runs towards, towards him, yeah. Mr. Dolphin mm -hmm. and then like gets hurt yeah. by bottom swell and then falls down. And then at the end, you have to give her CPR. Exactly. And then it's just, it's, it's super interesting. It's, it's mm. silly and it, but it's serious though it too. Is, yeah. You know what I mean? Like I felt bad that she got hurt and then I'm like terrible at giving her CPR. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, she's going to die. <laughs> yeah. She's going to die. Oh, oh no. I just thought of something because Priscilla is underwater during this time and maybe bottom mm -hmm. swell goes on a timer like we only have five minutes to beat him or something this mm -hmm. would would uh create a whole other situation there kind of like even like the background when they have you can see like the the the, the, the scaffolding, yeah, the scaffolding right? the mast, where you had yeah. to like yeah. it could be that like the um big wave attack like makes that kind of like um shake or something mm -hmm. and then pieces of the scaffolding fall and then you have to kind of dodge those or they'll do damage to you and then hide behind it or something kind of yeah. like how they did with the scorpion sentinel where you had to hide behind you know so that could kind For of instance, play in yeah. here as well but or even kind of you uh, try to mash it against this scaffolding because everything is under uh under electricity yeah, that's true. to hurt it that's true. Like that's true. Kind yeah. of more get more gadgets or more um how do you call this? Like more features in in boss battles, not just attacking and uh, dodging and evading and yeah, blocking like they, and stuff. Well, they call that um environmental yeah in attacks, or right? Hazards, like if yeah. you know part of that, yeah, like you know part of the environment, you could use it to your advantage. So you can, if you attack it against that, then it'll be electrocuted. Yeah, you know? exactly. But, if you don't, you don't have to do that if you don't want to, mm -hmm. but it just adds another layer to the boss battles, which maybe yeah. I'm all for. I love that. I love, I love that idea. Or maybe even Mr. Dolphin will uh, from time to time jump out and hit it. It's, this would yeah, be that would be cool. so cool. Or you can just um, like, like you spend an ATB to give uh, Mr. Dolphin a command to attack it, like with uh, with summons, but during the whole battle. Yeah, the attack is exactly. already there. Mm hmm. Yeah, or he heals you or does something. Or something, yeah. Or maybe we have to kind of keep keep Bottomswell at bay so that uh, Miss Dolphin can uh, shove Priscilla towards the shore or something like that. Right. Kind of, that would mm -hmm. be a bit harder to, to implement, but probably possible. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to this battle, definitely. Same, same. I think it'll be a highlight. And after that, when you defeat Bottomswell, 
you have to use Mr. Dolphin to get up yep. on the scaffolding. <laughs> the scaffolding. Oh my gosh, it was so. I hope they fixed that part because it was so annoying. It was annoying. You just had to get it at that perfect angle, like the perfect mm. to like timing to get up there. And yeah, it was really frustrating. So. Definitely. Or just press X twice, don't move at all, and you're good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's or so, you, uh, yeah, it's just we don't design, need to. Yeah. It's just like. It's just like a cut time event where you just like press triangle or something and then you're there. Like you don't need to or something constantly like that, yeah. do it over and over. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's jump to Dine. Mm -hmm. um, this one will be interesting because it's a duel, not a three or two versus, exactly. versus one. It's a duel. Like uh, Cloud versus um, Reno, which would be pretty yeah. interesting. So... Dine might even use grabbing techniques like the grungy bandit. Kind mm -hmm. of uh, tackle or just grab and meteor dive towards the ground or something like that. Although with a gun arm, maybe not. I don't know. Or to say. Right. Um, also, the behavior and attacks will probably greatly vary between phases. In the original, he had a few attacks, which kind of just, I think he switched between or depended on Maximum HP, I think. There was the Molotov Cocktail, the S-Mine. I think the S-Mine might even be... Um, he like, drops a mine somewhere and then Barrett just has to avoid this. Or maybe even try mm -hmm. to um, kick or shove um, Dine into his own mine or something. Would be pretty cool. That's, I, I don't have that much more ideas. Yeah. I think they have to differentiate the two characters. Mm. So I think that they should maybe change the type of gun that he has or just give it different abilities. Like it's got homing missiles mm. or lasers. It's got lasers. And also, like you said, the mine, maybe the mine is maybe it's a flying mine or even flying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he can just shoot them out and they fly around and shoot you or shoot m missiles at you while they're flying around and you have to uh, kind of like Reno mm -hmm. with the electrical balls exactly. where you just have to like get rid of those first and then, or you don't have to, you know, you could just dodge and focus on attacking Dine. Mm. I think there's a lot of things that they could do to to this boss battle definitely and improve it you yes. know and just make it more make it fresh and feel more interesting but also feel new mm -hmm. because we know what happens if you play the original and i think that they can there's so many amazing things they could do with this but also still keep like keeping the banter between them yeah. while they're attacking each other is going to be so amazing because you're going to get so much story yeah. was about to say as that too, well yeah. i think <laughs> oh, certainly. which they could just yeah, with cutscenes even to differentiate mm -hmm. the different phases yes. of the boss battle. Uh, like with Reno, mm -hmm. you know, I know we're comparing it a lot to the Reno boss <laughs> battle, but it, it is a solo boss battle between just Cloud and Reno, mm -hmm. and there are cutscenes. It's not really a cutscene, it's just more like... It is, though, a just, short cutscene, yeah. But in between, while they're fighting, and they're just really sassy to one yeah, another. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like Cloud and Rufus, it's kind of the same, just with a different different yes. attacks and different strategy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Just with 
And with thine, it's it's much more serious this time, not just banter. exactly. It's my it's serious, yeah. yeah. Like that, Barrett tries to make him stop and 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 stuff, but Dine just doesn't want to stop and just keeps attacking. And yeah, will be interesting. Mm -hmm. And next one is uh, G Nuttuck, I think you call it. I have no idea how to yeah, pronounce it. Yeah, that's what I've been yeah. calling it. Yeah. <laughs> so. My ideas will be, uh, if you remember the ghoul, it's also an undead yes. uh, ghost. And here, Jin Natak is also a ghost, so he could phase out between physical and magical uh, yeah. immunities and attacks, kind of similar to that. Uh, but the interesting um, like feature in this battle would be the flames. So that the mm -hmm. flames could... Uh, possess a character and then gradually um, deal flame damage or heat damage. Um, this could be quite interesting here because I don't think there was a possession um, thing going on in any of the boss battles. I don't, at least I don't remember. Like when it's, when uh, something happens and a character is possessed by something, right? You mean any of the other boss battles in in the in part one? Yeah, I don't think we had that yet. This experience by I don't think so uh, with with a character being possessed. This could be a first, and also to use yeah. ice attacks on the flames could might maybe temporarily freeze them and keep them from possessing characters, mm -hmm. or maybe even ca cast ice on a character and then it uh, immediately expels the flames or something like that. Right. And I could also see Chinatak summoning more of his lesser servants, the ones we fight throughout the cave, to uh, maybe in, in a second or even third phase, or fourth, to maybe change things up a little bit. And mm -hmm. since curative works, I really hope we get uh, X potions and stuff to just kick him out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although since the HP will probably be above 9,000 or 10,000, maybe you need to use more. Yeah. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, I like your idea with the soul flame, or soul fire, mm -hmm. it was called, sorry. They spawn and then they control the party. And I do like that idea, and I think that they can take that. It's something new mm -hmm. that we haven't experienced yet in the remake, and I think they could take that and expand on it. Um, they could possess one of the party members and then use them to battle, like, you know what I mean? Like, you have to fight against Tifa because Tifa's attacking you, <laughs> you know? Or mm -hmm. you, they would use their abilities on you or something in the original, you could just, you could just kill Gina Tak, and then they would just they died as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure if they should change that or not. If maybe you could do either or, but in the original, if you didn't kill the Soul Fires, you didn't get experience or XP or Gil for. I don't think so. If, yeah. For killing mm -hmm. them, you didn't get it for if you if you killed Gina Tak just like focusing on him, which when I played it, I didn't even realize that <laughs> he's susceptible to like curatives mm. like um phoenix down or um yeah, just curing abilities yeah. or potions whatever i didn't know so it was a hard boss battle for me mm. when i was younger trying to 
And then I, when I was older, I replayed it. Then I, like, because the internet, obviously I searched on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? You could just throw a Phoenix down yeah. and then it's just, it's just one hit kill, like just gone. I'm Although like, Phoenix down. I wish I had known this. Phoenix down has a chance, I think only a 25% chance of even hitting. That's why you need the next potion. The next, the next potion is in it. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> It, it, it. What's crazy is I it, honestly it was the first time that I used a phoenix down and it was like a one hit KO. Oh yeah, then you were just the lucky. First yeah. time, <laughs> you got lucky. And then I didn't even know that potions work on it because I hadn't. I didn't need to do that because I haven't ever done that. I've only ever used phoenix downs on it. <laughs> yeah, the most interesting thing is that right next to the entrance of of Genotark's lair, there's a chest with an X potion in it. So you can just right. use that one and it's dead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, I just see them expanding on this. I think that that would be really cool where he potentially could disappear. So he could potentially still attack you, but he's invulnerable or something. And you have to attack the soul fire while he's invisible or something like that. Oh yeah, and kill the soul fire on one of them and then he uh, faces into reality again. It could work too, yeah. Exactly, but then summons more ghouls or creatures, mm. you know, to attack you with. And then also, like I said, like you said, sorry, mind controlling your party. That sounds really cool. Mm. Or even when two parties are uh, party members are possessed, they don't even need to be kind of confused or actually con controlled. But when two of them get close, there there's a like a shortage, like a short circuit with fire. Then a huge fire or fire rock gets mm -hmm. uh, cast on both or something like that. When you get close to the other fire, or it just periodically casts fire on you, just something like that. Mm -hmm. Complete exactly. fire frenzy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. Mm. I'm super looking forward to this one oh, definitely. a lot, actually, because it was a big... Yeah. It just was a big uh, emotional moment, like, with, you know, learning everything about Red 13 and everything. Mm. And yeah, then yeah. it was just... I, I loved this boss. <laughs> and then I think the next one is Lost Number. It was an optional boss. It could still be optional. Right. Maybe. I don't know. It's... It all depends on how they incorporate Vincent this time. Like in, in what mm -hmm. shape or form we will get him as a party member. This also kind of uh, is dependent on whether they end part two at Nibelheim. Right. Or somewhere within Nibelheim, whatever. We talked about this last time. Or if not, then it's it will be handled quite different because it's if it's the last dungeon, the last area then Lost Number could be part of this last dungeon, kind of, like a second-to-last boss or something. Kind of the last right. normal boss until the last boss gauntlet uh, appears. Whatever and wherever that will be. Probably in, in the reactor or the Nibelheim Mountains, Mount Nibel. Anyway, Lost Number is, is a hard cookie, definitely. Because it starts off with being half magic and half physical if you keep attacking it with magical attacks it will change to its full magical form and then be uh i think resistant against magic attacks but vulnerable to physical attacks so you have to right. use physical attacks but if you use it enough times that it switches back switches to his physical form where 
uses extremely uh, powerful physical attacks and is resistant to physical attacks. But then you need to use magical attacks because those are, I think, double damage or something. And then he reverts back to the magical form and back and forth and back and forth. That's kind of the main mechanic of this boss. So I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if, if this one will be kind of a, a fluid phase change, like not phase one, phase two, phase three, but there are three yeah. different phases and it switches between depending on what you do. This would be also pretty interesting. Maybe it's just uh, like this half-half creature and if you like bring it down to, let's say, 60% health or something, then this whole thing starts with uh, the um, physical magical change or something, right? So it's they get there's a lot they could do with this definitely yeah. uh, enemy as a boss battle. It depends, like you said, on where what they want to do or 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 where the parts end. Mm -hmm. Like we don't know, we don't right? Know, yeah. So they might not even include this. They might change it completely, Maybe, you know? yeah. but I, I think that it will be cool if they did include Lost Number, and I think the character design in the original was really cool. It's cool, definitely. It's good. Also, I can also see Lost Number if they remove, remove him from there because it doesn't make sense for whatever reason, that this mm -hmm. could be a mandatory boss battle in, in the arena in the Gold Saucer. Like, maybe they change right. something either in the uh, in the first visit or the second visit because you do have to uh go through this special round for for Dio to to be entertained and give you the what's it called the the, yeah. the keystone ancient stone or something i think it's keystone that he gives to you and lost number could be his uh pet there for some reason like um hellhouse was Don Corneo's trump card. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I could see that that happening too. That makes sense. And instead of lost number, we have to battle Odin when we open the safe. <laughs> <laughs> or something, I don't know. <laughs> because battling summons is a thing now. Yes. So I really hope for an interesting Odin battle. I, I didn't even include him in here. We should we should talk about it later in the in the third yeah. third section here. Alright. <sighs> Then next one is Materia Keeper. Like just before we exit the the now Nibelheim Mountains. Ah, oh, this this was kind of an odd one, just being there and um standing in your way, being a barrier to exiting this this whole area. Didn't really make any sense lore-wise. It was just there. So I hope it makes a bit more sense that it's there. Maybe it's just it's it's lair kind of. Yeah, sort of like the spiders in uh, in the G cave, but I think you have to battle two of them. So it's it's just being it's just there. Maybe you see some, maybe not even spider webs, but some sort of indication that there's a uh, there's a there's a monster living there. And as soon mm -hmm. as you get close, it just emerges, and you have to defend yourself because you're intruder. You're intruding its its lair. It's uh place of living because otherwise i don't really think there's there could be a lore reason for it being there other than just living there and trine is a thing and trine yes may i hope will be able to learn it again 
and Shrine then needs to be like its ultimate attack in the last phase. Right. And it also cures itself in the original, and this could also be a thing maybe in a phase two or three or something, that it's it it realizes that you're a bigger threat than it anticipated and anticipated, and then it maybe uh crawls back into its base or crawls to the ceiling or something like that out of range and starts curing itself. Until then it uh, gets back reinvigorated. Um all right, bind yeah. bind characters and lightning based attacks. Yeah. Yes, it could be interesting for it to also cast normal lightning-based attacks and not just trine. Yeah. Well, I had said later on that in the Pagoda, um, in Wutai, there's a bunch of... On each level, mm -hmm. you have to fight a boss, right? So, right? so you can learn trine from Godo. True, yeah. All right. Um, now, since we don't really know where part two ends, we'll just keep going until uh, Meteor is summoned, because that's the latest... Mm -hmm point in time where part two can end so we'll just go yeah. there and next boss is palmer you also read uh wrote down some stuff here palmer will be very interesting <laughs> yeah i just i just i just want it to be silly and zany and crazy oh, yeah. like in the original yeah. i just want it to be left in there. I don't want them to take that out because it's absolutely ridiculous. It needs to be. Although what it also needs to needs to have or change, it does Palmer is physically just not fit for battle. He has his gun. <laughs> he has his gun there, but against swords and fists and guns and, and yeah. uh, collars and shurikens and whatnot, or even um a megaphone. No. Probably won't stand a chance. So he probably has some kind of force field, like sh latest Shinra invention uh, from the uh, That'd be cool. weapon development division from Scarlet. So he kind of can ward off some some damage or something. Mm -hmm. And towards the end, maybe this this device breaks and he ha doesn't have his um, armor, so to speak, anymore. And then he retreats and gets hit by a truck. I hope th they kind of keep this mm -hmm. in. It didn't make sense in the Rachel because this truck was just there for committee purposes and then it wasn't there at all. So it should kind of... Yeah, maybe this, this, the battle kind of shifts positions a little and then when he runs away, then the Shinra truck that uh, maybe brings Rufus there or is part of Rufus's um, convoy just uh, mm -hmm. rams into into a Palmer who just runs blindly into the street or something, just to make it a bit more believable, but still <laughs> silly as heck. <laughs> Maybe he just pulls out like a like a tea tumbler and uh, makes a, a cup of tea and then drinks it and with a bunch of lard in it and makes some super power. Or that, or yeah, that could work as well. Yeah. <laughs> Shinra Lord. <laughs> exactly. It's just some kind of a like Mako tea yeah, or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just go crazy with yeah. it, Square Enix. Maybe, just, just... maybe even a jetpack. <laughs> that would be cool. Because he is part of, of the uh, space uh, division, space exploration division or something, oh, so okay. uh, having a rocket end on his back would just make sense. That would be yeah. cool. And different faces, uh, depending on uh, what mode his uh, Mako gun is in. Yeah, maybe to put it to phase two or or, or level two, and then he shoots uh, better magic, and yeah. then overdrive mode where it shoots 
Ultima or something? No, probably not, but <laughs> just something something crazy. Yeah, I hope he does get hit by a truck. Yeah. This this is or hit by something. Yeah. Maybe Roche just comes in oh, and like hits yeah. him with <laughs> hits him with his yeah. uh, motorbike or whatever, his G bike. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> just oh, as silly as possible. Sorry. I didn't see you there, or something like that. <laughs> oh, like, Palmer, ridiculous. hi, friend, didn't see you there. <laughs> Just wanted to say hi to my friend Cloud. Cloud, how it's going? Let's dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, man. Yeah, Roche also needs to return in some fashion. Because otherwise yeah. it's just anticlimactic. Just one, one stage for him to go crazy and then just nothing anymore. Yeah. I put that at the bottom for uh, speculation right, for true, true, yeah. new boss battles in part two. I just wrote a little bit about Roche. All right, and then speaking of Wutai, there are two major boss battles. It's Raps. Yep. yep. Maybe they'll call it a little bit different because Apps was also mistranslation. So uh, maybe Rapsu or. Rapuzi or I don't know. I don't yeah, really know that would be cool. The uh, mythological mm -hmm. origins. I I should have looked it up. Anyway, his main main attack or the main attack that's uh, like his signature attack is arrow three. I hope this will still be the case, like uh, huge arrow mm -hmm. attacks. And since we're we're battling at the cliff, it could also fly away out of range at times. So Yuffie has to use her uh, shuriken or Barrett's gun. Mm -hmm. Bring him closer again, hopefully. And... Ah. I sometimes wonder if they'll, at some point, will introduce actual cliffs where we, during the battle, if we, like, run uh, across a cliff or over a cliff, we actually fall down to a, l a lower layer. They cool. maybe have to climb up again or something, but it, but down there it's pretty bad. So we need to get up to be able to do anything or something. It's uh, but it it hasn't been a thing any anywhere for a while. Yeah, you you can't yeah. just uh, walk off ledges. It's not a thing. Yeah. So the only time I've ever seen something like that where you like attack somebody and then it like pushes them into the next like area was in like fighting games a while ago yeah, where you right. could That's, just like uppercut yeah, yeah. them and then they go like mm. flying through like the floor of a building yeah, up exactly. to the next like fourth floor or something like that i can't remember i think it's mortal Kombat and a few uh, other games dead or alive as well i haven't seen anything like that in years yeah like a long time although i must say they kind of introduced something similar albeit scripted in the sephiroth battle Yes, yes. So so I they could do something yeah, like that maybe. even. But not that we can actually walk off cliffs this uh this No, exactly. Different. It's not Kingdom Hearts after all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that Raps is has a high probability of being in the game because it's a it's a boss battle at the Dachau um statue, right? So it's Yeah, like, exactly. It's it's um, yeah, that's going to be a big part and Godo for sure. I yep. did write down as well in the uh, Pagoda, they had Gorky and Shake and Chekhov and mm -hmm. other ones as well. So I was thinking that they could change the Pagoda to being a little bit more like the battle arena 
that we saw in part one? And like, Maybe. what do you think about that? Uh, a pagoda is traditionally actually like this, um, this, this, this level design. You have to beat level one enemies to yes. actually be able to go to level two. And then you have to beat the level two boss or enemy and to go to level three. So it, the main concept will remain because it's, uh, it's, this is part of culture. Japanese culture. I think it's pagoda is from Ch Japan, or is it originally from China? I don't remember. Anyway, it's um, it's something that needs to be. So it's not really. It can't be like a fighting arena. But I also don't think that we'll battle those weird monsters because I'm pretty sure they chose those recolored monster designs because they probably didn't have the time to actually model a better uh, a battle mesh or battle version of those um okay of those other human battles or, or human warriors because yuffie and you also need to remember the yuffie's part was optional because they didn't have enough time to actually flash everything out yeah but they had more time to flash at uh, yuffie than vincent so they still had right. to cheat a little for uh, yuffie's part so that's why i think they all look like normal monsters just uh, recolored which I found strange. I just think that if Wutai is a bigger part of this game and you're going to be spending more mm -hmm. time there, I just see them kind of designing it a little bit like Don's Battle Arena where they have a menu. Okay, so now I'm going to choose to fight like boss level one, but I have oh, to fight sure. yeah. boss level sure. one yeah. before I unlock boss level two. And then you do level two. Granted, it might not be the same like enemy design or the same enemies even mm. they could borrow elements from these enemies and give them new names and remodel them whatever but sure yeah i just see it being kind of like that where you and then you get rewards you unlock and then they have different types of battles like you have to battle it with Aerith, or mm -hmm. you have like in the in part one they could expand on it and make it even more that's true yeah like interesting you know that was my thought process mm -hmm. but if they don't do any of that and they scrap it and it's just part of the story where you have to go there i just don't see them doing it like you said i feel like it could be maybe just goto is the boss that you do there you know instead of keeping the rest in there where you have to go level by level i think it's a great opportunity for them to do kind of like like a battle arena type thing um, to gain gill and XP and special items, maybe even weapons, abilities even. I can definitely see that, yeah. But only after you go through it with the Yuffie, because Yuffie needs to, needs yes. to do this for her own to prove exactly. herself. And afterwards, it's open to our, because uh, yeah. we saved Yuffie and Yuffie proved herself, then we're uh, free to go up to Pagoda yeah. ourselves. like. And then you can go. Cloud yeah, exactly. version, the Nerith version, and we mm -hmm. get, as you said, maybe uh, weapons, accessories, or cool items, whatever. Or, or maybe you could get enemy skills from them. Maybe, I don't yeah. Know if maybe sure. it'll allow you to replay bosses that mm -hmm. you've already encountered to get enemy skills from that them. That could or... be very interesting, because that's something I really like in, in games that do that, where you can re like battle bosses again optionally at some some vr yeah. stuff or some other crazy parallel universe thingy i don't know just uh, I, I've, I've played games that do that that do this where I well can... in the original in the remake part one like for example there were weapons like i never stole Aerith's weapon from mm -hmm. the uh Eligor. yeah 
Eligor, I, I, I didn't even realize that I could do that. I forgot mm-hmm. about it. And then I read it online and then I realized it after, but I had already finished all that. Like I was yeah. so far and I hadn't unlocked chapter select, but like, why do I have to, I know we're kind of going on a tangent. We'll bring it back in a sec, but <laughs> why do we have to, why do we, why do I have to replay that in chapter select and then get to that point to be able to mm-hmm. do that again? Like it would be so much better if there was like, like you said, like it was just, okay, I, I can just spawn that boss in this battle arena and then, and then defeat it, but also steal it from them. So I don't have to replay that chapter again. Mm-hmm. Uh, f- beginning to end final fantasy 10 did something like that where it could uh where was it in that the i think it was in the i think there were certain certain um like terminals where you could uh, choose yeah. to battle enemies that were in the area to learn how they work but you didn't get any any rewards from that and not uh, nor, no yeah. exp no guild no nothing and you i think you were already also healed afterwards you can just try it out Kind of similar to this, but when you like steal stuff or learn something, this will take uh, take over to the real game um, continuum, so so to speak, or canon. Yeah, there's been other games that I've played as well. When uh, where sorry, when you if you miss something, like it has a key item or a mm. special thing that you've missed, like it's you can actually get it it's like you have to go to this place it's stored somewhere i'm not sure what i can't remember what game i played i don't know what game i played like that has this but there's been times when it's like i thought i did everything that i was supposed to do i thought i got every special item but i didn't but then there was certain times in the game throughout the story when you could open this chest and it had things that you had Mm, missed nice yeah that i didn't know about that i so i didn't have to go back there and redo that whole section again to get those things but that kind of could be the argument could be against that as well because it's like too easy where you just don't care about getting those things or trying to steal items Mm -hmm. from enemies because you know that they're just going to be in that thing anyway but it did help me i can't remember what game i don't know if it was borderlands or some other game that i played Mm -hmm. anyway there final fantasy 7 8 also did this in 7 you could dig up uh summon material you missed or I think other other stuff, other material in uh, I think it was on disc three or even before. I don't quite remember. You just need to get. Uh, um, mm-hmm. No, I don't think you need to do anything. Just dig up, and when you didn't get uh, Bahamut, uh, Neo, Zero, whatever, or Phoenix or something like that, you could just uh, dig those things up. Not everything. There were yeah, it was limited, but a few things that could be missed. You can uh, dig up again. And in 8, um, for those who t- didn't play it yet, maybe skip ahead a few, uh, 10 to 20 seconds. <laughs> in the in Altamisha's castle, there were 8 bosses, I think, and each boss had, uh, you were able to draw summons you didn't right. get before if you didn't get okay. it. Okay. You can draw it from them. So like Eden and uh, what have you. Yeah. Cool. All right, spoiler over. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like having some sort of mechanic, um, yeah, mechanic there. The pagoda could lend itself for that. Like, like in, uh, when you go through with Cloud, Aerith, or whoever, you 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 get uh, to battle enemies you battled before, which possibly have uh, stuff to steal you might have missed, or enemy skills you could have missed before. Like, 
if you can't get to an area which with a normal enemy or you missed it at the boss and this boss is there again you can just uh, get it there this could be a really cool opportunity to do this yeah i remember i was so upset because i thought that i got all the material but i forgot about the material that's in the uh, church oh in the remake. Yeah, after right. <laughs> you have to go back I, I didn't think I was actually going to end up going back there, but this story does take you back. So I was mm. like, oh, thank yeah. God. But I was so upset. I was like, I missed a materia mm -hmm. and I completely yeah. forgot about it. And I think that it's gone mm. forever. Yeah. I was so upset. Definitely. Yeah. St getting stuff later when you miss, miss uh, a missable, it's, I think it's crucial. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just, I know, you missed it. You have to play the whole game again. Thanks, game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. So going back to uh, the bosses. So you had something written about Godo. Yeah. Right. 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 Godo. Uh, where was it here? Um, I think Godo c could increase uh, its AI from face to face because his his uh, feature was he had four faces and each face could do different things like uh, physical attacks, magical attacks, healing, and stuff. And I think it was kind of random or depending on what you've used that it changed and i think it could maybe if if it has three phases the first phase has only switches only between two um faces and the third phase um appears within phase two and the, th the fourth and uh most lethal phase i guess comes into play in phase three this could be interesting because then it's the same mechanic but gets like expanded upon with which each each phase and uh, Godo gets more opportunities to like switch switch between uh, strategies and counter UFs things like if Yuffie gets in a limit break it can just change back to heal and heal itself something like that yeah yeah that's that's about what <clears throat> what my brain came up with. <laughs> <laughs> so i think the next one is in the temple of the ancients the red dragon i don't think there's yeah. any any other in between yeah red dragon it will be the second dragon because the first one is uh, with sephiroth in the flashback like mm -hmm. will be a, a small taste of the of, of a dragon fight Oh, we also have dragons in Nibelheim. True, true. So the red dragon is just right. like a bigger version of that. I'm pretty sure it's because it's big and bulky. It will be rather uh, slow moving, kind of like the behemoth, slow moving and rather stationary. Maybe only occasionally like jump forward or charge forward using claws and bites. And maybe if it jumps and lands or fl flies a few meters or something it then drops down again and causing shock waves and this might be the first phase and second phase could could be where it charges up its breath and then uses a huge mm -hmm. aoe breath like it's the cone-shaped breath where you have to if possible run behind it yeah or maybe it also manages to fly around a little bit out of range, or maybe within range of uh, aerial attacks if they are actually being improved. <laughs> I hope so. And then, like, fly across the battlefield and 
use its dragon breath to like uh, decimate everything within its its path, and you have to dodge the path. And if yeah. if, if you're in there, it just burns you to a crisp. <laughs> yeah, this could be an interesting fight, but also interesting in terms of the constraint of the area because it's inside. It also could be right. quite big, like a, a tall and big area because it looks quite large. This uh, this room there. So it, it could still be like feasible for this huge dragon to fly around. We'll see, I mm -hmm. guess. Anything you, you want to add for the red dragon? No. Okay. I, can't, I just can't wait for <laughs> a dragon battle. Oh, yeah, for sure. Dragon battles are, are awesome, usually. I'm very excited for that. And just, just to see where, where they can take it. And they, there's so many amazing things they could do with this. Mm. And as you said, flying around, shooting uh, like... Dragon Breath. Mm. It will be cool if it was on the ground and maybe did environmental um, effects, like where you were getting hurt. Maybe oh, like over time, like the um, the final attack of the Behemoth. Like it, it's it's pounds on the ground and exactly. uh, rocks fall from the ceiling. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. All right. The next one. I hope they severely expand upon Demon's Gate. Because in other games, like Final Fantasy XV, especially twelve, they were pretty cool. Like, actual, actually a gate yes. that charges you and uh, shoves you around. So, first phase, I guess, stationary. It lets uh, rocks fall, swipes characters that are too close and cast, a cast ailments like poison or what have you, or, or doom, or mm -hmm. um, death sentence, whatever. Yeah. And then the second phase, it starts slowly just inching towards you and tries to trap you um, against the wall that's, your, that's towards your back. And the longer you take, the less space you have. And if you take too long, it just flattens you and it's game over. So you have this, the second phase is on a timer, kind of. And then you, if you survive the second phase, the third phase is then determined, or the, the area you have to, at your disposal it's determined by how quickly you could beat phase two. So if you beat it quicker, you have more area, more more uh, space. And if you only beat it like by a few seconds, you have only small space, and it can like reach you with its claws anywhere you are, so, uh, something like that. And then magic attacks might come into play. Even I really hope they're they're doing this fight justice. Yeah, I love this boss design. I just think there's so much they could do with it. Oh yeah. To improve this boss battle. Because in the original it did have a charge attack, but it was just a normal attack. Like it it's charged towards you and it's just a uh, uh it it damages all your characters and it's done. It's not really like it uh, I I'm not quite sure did did it uh shove you to the back back row or something? And I don't remember. I can't remember. Yeah. I did look most of them up, like what, what they do with their attacks, but only briefly, so I don't remember everything. It has been a while since I beat those, and if I play, I usually beat them quite fast, because I know what to do, so I don't really uh, like get to experience all of their attacks and uh, AI. Alright, so again, I'll uh, skip Genoa for for a bit later. So the next one is, uh, I think, Schizo, Schizo it's called. Mm -hmm. Like the double-headed dragon. And this could also be 
be expanded on a little bit. It reminded me of the Hellhound in Final Fantasy right. uh, 7 Remake Part 1, which had two heads, uh, one with fire and one with this uh, like phantom ghostly fire. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think you could cast ice on it and then extinguish the, the, norm, the, the, the red flame so it could, couldn't use it anymore and then use, I think, healing because the other one was undead. Use healing on it, damage it, and then it loses the, uh, the ghost breath. And I think then it's staggered or just uh, something like that. I don't quite remember. But there's a, there was a mechanic about these two heads. And this could be the same. Like, attack one head with uh, the ice head with fire until it's kind of uh, staggered or incapacitated or something. Do this for the other as well. Then it's an automatic stagger because it has two incapacitated heads and can't do anything. Something like that. Or just to uh, temporarily disable one of both attacks. And if it has both both heads, it, it's, it's able to use a certain attack that needs both heads. And if one head is incapacitated for, uh, for a while, it can't use this devastating double-headed attack. But it will, of course, re- revive or uh, like resuscitate each uh, the other head after a few, I don't know, maybe half a minute or something. Could be pretty cool, I think. And I hope it also uses its uh, final attack, I uh, shock something. I don't quite remember. It was pretty, a pretty uh, strong uh, AoE attack. Okay, then last thing is Genova, and I put it together here, a birth, life, death, because they should be built, building upon each other, and are probably right. similar in, uh, like in mechanics. The first one, Dreamweaver, or how it's called in other languages, Genova Pulse, mm-hmm. um, had this mechanic with uh, the portals and t- the tentacles, mainly. And uh, some other stuff, and it's um, like laser eye, and could stop stop you. I think this this the laser eye and the stop mechanic is also from Genoa Birth on the ship, so they kind of uh, meshed this in already. So my thing is, it's it should be similar, like also three or even four phases, and with Genoa Birth being rather neutral, time based, like. Uh, Casting um, slow, stop, and using its laser eyes again, or even uh, some new attacks. Genova Life could be mm-hmm. should be water based again, and Death is then mostly fire based. Kind of similar to the original, mm-hmm. but just think Genova Pulse, but on steroids. <laughs> or Genova yeah. Dreamweaver, how it's called. It's really hard to predict these because. We, now we already had a Genoa battle, and in the other ones, it could turn out to play out the same. Like we already mm-hmm. we have the same Genoa battles, or maybe it's completely different, and we don't have those Genoa battles anymore. And they change up something. I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. Anything could happen. The main main chain of events will still be there. Like it will be recognizable as Final Fantasy VII. Like uh, Kitazi yeah. said, and I believe that, but they can still still change small things completely around. Like we st- we still go 
uh, to tune on and um, sneak onto the, the cargo ship and go to Costa del Sol. But what exactly happens there, like in detail, could still differ greatly. So Yeah, I think these are going to end up changing. Mm. And they might be given different names. Maybe. I don't know why. I just feel like they're going to be changed a little bit to fit the like what they're trying to do with the series, right? Although, if you think back, the, the re her real name in the remake in part one is Pulse. So Pulse comes before birth. Like you have the, the, the fetus has a pulse. It's not right, alive yet. that's true. So it's kind of like before it. Uh, All right, that's yeah, true. And a few people, myself included, um, theorized that it could be called like Genova uh, Conception or something. <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. So this would be even before uh, Pulse. But it, it it could be that they they just retread Genova battles and just try to introduce separate or new mechanics each time to keep it fresh, kind of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this means if they stop or end part two at Nibelheim, we will only have one Genova battle, unless they introduce a second one at the end, like in in, in end game, right? And then two again. Some uh, one in the middle of part three, and at the end of part three, where it ends at the uh, whirlwind, whirlwind maze. So we have two games with Genoa battle in the middle and at the end. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then the last one has just one at the end, like Genova synthesis. If exactly, unless this whole end game stuff with the uh, the northern uh, cave will be completely changed, because uh, yeah, the, the future is now different, and Sephiroth won't be able to do the same thing anymore or we will be able to, able to like do different stuff and it could completely change like the actual end game from all like the conclusion of all all parts so it's hard to say but this is anyway out of scope of this <laughs> podcast yeah. episode <laughs> mm -hmm. it's okay yeah. it's all good so i at the end of my list i just put gas doctor we already saw these kind of in the slums i forget what they're called in part one. Oh, the, the, the um, yeah the the the, the smogger i think yeah, it's the same design, so I feel like they could include that. This is on the um, dine, like, uh, sorry, on the Corral train, yeah. right? On the train. Uh, Wolfmeister, and I said, this is a pretty long boss fight, but, like, I'm not sure if it's going to end up like it is in the original, how you have these boss battles in quick succession. They might end up spreading them out. They might only have one. We don't know. Um, and I put Eagle Gun at the end, yeah, and that's it. those three. This these are will be in part three, or at least after uh, the Shunan execution, like, as I said before, yeah. the huge materia mm -hmm. quest. So it's kind exactly. of also out of scope. But to entertain this idea, we battle those on the train, like on those uh, train cars. Mm -hmm. And it wouldn't, yeah. be, wouldn't make much sense to battle those huge monsters or big monsters on that with multiple characters. It's just, to me, it doesn't make sense. So I'm pretty sure they... They'll completely re rearrange this uh, this event, kind of. We can still fight those, but maybe uh, we actually need to go into the reactor. Not just Sid runs yes. in and comes out with uh, the train, so we actually have to go into the reactor and to battle a few stuff, yeah. battle Gas Doctor, battle Wolfmeister. And then maybe the Eagle Gun could be when we're on, uh, on the, the train. Because then... Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was yeah. just about to say. Oh, okay. 
it yeah, makes sense because, because the eagle gun is flying yeah, exactly right exactly. and so you could be on top and it could be flying around you yeah. um outside of the train when you're on top of it mm. exactly which would make sense Definitely. so i can see that yeah gas dr wolfmeister in the reactor and eagle gun on the train mm -hmm. makes sense because then we also have a, a battle on the train then we defeat it we have to take over and sid has to like try to make it stop <laughs> yeah okay all right, so now we're going on to the next part, which is what Final Fantasy VII OG enemies may be bosses in part two. So we talked a lot about the OG boss battles that we might see, like what we think might get uh, added to part two. So I'm not sure about this. So I just actually made a little list. So I'm just going to, I think we should just read our list mm -hmm. and not really go into any detail not about really, it because really, we still yeah. have <laughs> more things to talk about yep. as well. So I just put... Um, so, for example, Hell House in the remake was a boss battle in the arena. In the original, it's just like a regular enemy. So I think that we might see, we could potentially see some of these enemies um, being added to part two in the same like aspect where it's in the Pagoda or it's in the um, Golden Saucer, whatever. Um, so I just put Armored Golem. Uh, I said the Arc Dragon would be really cool. Uh, our dragon was a Mithromon normal enemy, mm -hmm. um, and it could it does have potential to be turned into a boss battle for sure. I put two faced. Two faced was like a ridiculous enemy. <laughs> um, so basically, it uh, was in the Corel prison, and in the OG, it only attacks you if it's been attacked first, and there's a chance for it just to explode mm -hmm. or heal your party. True. Yeah. So I just think that there could be something that they could do with this, where it. They, I don't know. They could just add it and it would be absolutely ridiculous, which is what I want from this game because the original is ridiculous and zany and weird. And oh, yeah, that's what I want. Um, Adamantamai. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, uh, but that's great. I want that. Yeah. Adamantamai is something like that. Or okay. the Adamantus, as it's called in uh, Final mm -hmm. Fantasy 15, I think. Yeah. I put 8i. Oh, yeah. Which would be absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And I know that you have him written in as well. Um, like Hectize. It's a series regular enemy. So I feel like this has more of a chance oh, definitely. that it will be, yeah. become a mini boss battle. And there's so many different things that they could do with this enemy. And I was thinking like lasers coming out of its eyes, even like has some kind of a gaze mm -hmm. where it like looks into, looks into your eyes and either like like takes control of you like mind control kind of like the soul fire mm -hmm. so they can kind of reuse this mechanic if they put it in the game uh with the soul fire uh but change it somehow i'm not sure anyway that i thought that that enemy and it looks really disgusting <laughs> oh yeah it is cool <laughs> right and obviously i put bomb in there because bomb for me is it, it's just like a it's such a final fantasy enemy for me it like Mm. makes final fantasy feel like final fantasy i don't know why but it That's just true. whenever yeah, bombs. I, there's bombs yeah. in there that i'm and same thing with cactar like yeah. i just it makes me feel like I, i'm playing a final fantasy game mm. um so i would like to see those included and i put deathclaw and that's it yeah deathclaw could be uh another boss in the the, the prison the, the desert prison and, exactly. and the two-faced like a mini boss like it's just a once one uh a single occurrence single battle but not actually hard but kind of weird and strange and i could see that yeah, yeah. there's also the bull mod motor but this this could be an, an, a regular enemy down there 
Yeah, exactly. All right, then let's go through my list. Some of them I also have there. Uh, let's just go through mini bosses, which ones I think are rather mini bosses, like not full-fledged bosses with faces, but mm -hmm. also just uh, singular enemies, or just uh, like once, one occurrences, not uh, multiple exactly. ones. Exactly. Uh, as you said, the Arc Dragon in the, the Mithril Mines, either tied to like a sub storyline in the Mithril Mines, or just mm -hmm. um, yeah, if if you if you defeat it, you have access to a, a treasure chest or something. Yeah. Uh, then Zemzalet around Fort Condor and Junon. This is this huge owl-like creature, mm -hmm. one we can uh, learn white wind from, if you can manipulate it. This has potential to be a mini boss also. Then the Cocatalis, uh, which is this weird. Um, how do you call this? It's kind of a, a big, a huge bird, sort of. Right. Yeah. Uh, in the original, you have if you're like towards the end of of the railroad before you um, like go to the the reactor. There's a part where some some um, little birds are chirping away, and there you can mm -hmm. just climb up, climb up, and there's this this little nest with a with small baby birds in there, and if you take the phoenix down there, it, you disrupt yep. the nest, and the coquetalist comes, and then uh, yep. kicks your arse. So this this one could be a, a mini-boss too. It also appears on the train tracks to, uh, itself, mm -hmm. but they could just eject that from, from the normal enemies and use this as a mini-boss there as, a, as an optional one. I hope they keep mm -hmm. in this, this little uh, side activity, I'd say. <laughs> And in the Corel reactor, we have the Bagnodrana. This is the the, uh, the six six footed dinosaur plesiosaurus mm -hmm. thing, like the one with uh, the, the long long neck. Um, kind of a weird, probably also um, um, like a mutation from the Mako because it it also appears there. Mm -hmm. That'd be cool. And. Yeah, maybe a mini, a mini boss just just like the sweeper in chapter one. It's just there, like lurking around the reactor and exactly something like that. Just like a, a strong and normal enemy. Mm -hmm. Then I I mentioned the stingers before in G Cave, like the spiders. Those are kind of also two mini bosses in the original. Like they don't just appear; they only appear yeah. when you actually hit this or try to walk through a spider web. So this is. Kind of just one to one. And in the Shindra Mansion in Nibelheim, uh, there are so so many weird enemies. But I think the Girofelgo, the one that's that's sitting or that, that has a uh, like this this guillotine scythe like yeah. blade at his, as his <laughs> lower torso, a lower things instead of um, legs. This one could be a cool um, mini boss, like kind of even maybe even have. Uh, a slight lore to it. I'd really like that. And then in Mount Nebel you have the zoo, like this is the, the, the big bird. There's also another version on this, the shores somewhere else, I think. I don't remember where, I think in uh, near Bone Village. This could also be like a, 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 like a separate, like a cutscene where the zoo appears and you have to battle it, but it's not a full-fledged boss battle. 
And as you said, the 8i, the hack die, needs to be special. I think it's also only... It also appears only once, I think, when you fall off mm -hmm. the, the hand, of the, the clock hand, towards uh, in, in this... Yeah. In this pit. I think it immediately, dis uh, immediately appears, I think. And then you can uh, take out the nail bed, I think, out of the treasure chest there. Yeah. We also have Dorbul and uh, Chimnesmi, which are a little bit like bigger and special, more special enemies, which could also kind of uh, represent um, unique battles. Chimnesmi is, is uh, like this weird um, otherworldly woman which can uh, like con uh, confuse your party members so that uh, they attack mm -hmm. each other. Dorbul is just this, this huge minotaur, minotaur-alike uh, enemy. So then further up in the coral valley, there's this weird, strange coral enemy called Acrophis, uh, I think it's called, or pronounced. It's kind of a blend between uh, corals and shells and uh, this, this long-neck uh, snake dinosaur thing. Mm -hmm. It's so strange. This could, if if this is just a normal enemy, a, a multiple currents, it would be weird. I think, should be a unique enemy. Then snow in the Great Glacier, kind of the the same as Chimnesmi. Snow is, I think, a normal enemy there, but also kind of this mini boss where you, when you disturb or when you touch the hot springs, then go to this uh, small cave with this old woman, and if you did disturb the hot springs, and you will have to fight this woman, which turns out to be snow, and then you get Alexander if you beat her. Mm -hmm. I, I hope this is this is still in there. Now, now it gets really strange. The icicles. Do you remember those? <laughs> yeah. Case of Gaius Cliff. Like they're just they're just there. They don't do anything. But you have to uh slay them so they that, that they fall down and you can actually proceed. And if you I think you only have to defeat one of four to proceed. But if you defeat all four of them, then you have access to another treasure chest. So this is something they could still preserve, although those don't really need to be in a battle. You can just do this with uh, like contextual actions when you're there. Kind mm -hmm. of like uh, cutting the chandelier in chapter 8. Just go, you get close enough and you can cut it. This is also possible. Instead of actually fighting them in a battle with the bats. <laughs> um, then the um, Marlboro, which we already had in, in the VR uh, battle sim. Like the hard, yeah. the hard mode battle sim. Yeah, it's, it, it was also a normal enemy. Like in Final Fantasy XV, you could uh, encounter them at certain places like multiple times so it might also be a normal enemy but it could also be a straight up mini boss unique occurrence which would also make uh, learning bad breath um, like vital to, to yeah. ac actually do it there not just uh, grind around and later in the whirlwind maze we have the dragon rider I, I think it's a pretty rare enemy because I don't remember encountering it it as many times. 
So this could be like a, 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 a unique battle before we actually enter the, the whirlwinds. Like those, those uh, the winds we have to pass through when, it, when they're uh, still. Or kind of not as strong. Or maybe in between. There are, there are three winds or three layers of those uh, whirlwinds. And between each could be uh, another unique enemy, for example. You could also see that. Um, I thought about uh, the, the uh, Gygus, which is this huge humanoid giant. I can also see this one being a mini-boss, but yeah, we'll, we'll see about that. And there's also another very, very strange enemy, the Grand Gallon. Like this, um, how it's called, the nesting doll enemy. <laughs> yeah. This one is so strange, I don't think this belongs anywhere specific, so this could also be one of the, um, the new battle square enemies, unique battle square enemies that's not anywhere else. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say, was that a, a lot of these enemies could end up as part of the Golden Saucer. Definitely, yeah. Like, in the battle square, whatever they do with the battle square, if they revamp it or whatever we end up getting. Yeah. Um, because it just makes more sense, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, it makes more sense to have them there than just having all the random enemies everywhere yeah, from exactly. the original, just in those areas when they're, I think they're going to try to keep it more story-based. I think so too. Part two will also be rather linear with op more open areas, I hope. Like the yeah. the, the areas where, which were um, on the world map beforehand and now they're in bigger zones. Exactly, exactly. Or for side quests as well, the, if we're talking oh, true. to right. side quests. Like the general public, yeah. like how, like you said, it was the smog or the, what was it called? The thing, it was, it was that... Uh, that I just said it was called the gas ductor. On oh, top you know, the just train. the smogger, yeah. The smogger, it uses the same design, but like there's a side quest when you have to go and save the children mm -hmm. from this thing, and it's that's what it is. Yeah. So it, a lot of these could be saved for that. Like That's also side true, quests. yeah. Side quest unique enemies. Mm -hmm. I like that, yeah. Especially the Grand Gallon. Maybe if you defeat the Grand Gallon, it's swallowed something uh, from... Some NPC, and then you can exactly. get it back. Maybe some gem or what have you. Or somebody's trapped inside of it. Or even uh, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Or actually, a girl lost her doll within this nesting doll. This would be meta sack. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I have my full bosses list here, which I think could be actual full bosses uh, with a multiple yeah. um, phases. That's the Hellrider VR2. This is kind of this weird red kind of horse, but not really. It's this strange thing, which this rider on top. It's also a very rare enemy, I think, in the original. This could be in the context of Fort Condor, maybe one of the, the enemies that are actually storming the fort. Like one of those in the minigame, because I don't think it will be the same yeah. type of minigame, but like much more expanded. Where we, where, where we actually, I think we talked about this already, but mm -hmm. I can see that being there or being uh, a boss like the Commander Grand Horn in a later part of the game. Maybe optional yeah. returns to Fort Condor when we have to Tiny Bronco or when we um, need to 
get to the huge material or something. Then in the desert we have the harpy and the landworm, which could potentially turn out to be real boss battles. Not just uh, unique mini-bosses, but yeah. actual ones. Landworm, you only encounter it if you actually go into the desert and get lost. Then you can yeah. battle it. In I don't know if, if we're able to do that or if we even need to go out there. Maybe. Maybe there will be like side quests or stuff stuff we need to do for the community there because we're new there. It's yeah. a whole community and we need to work there too unless we're being incarcerated or yeah. beaten up or something. So we have to do what they say, like, oh, go procure this and that from the desert and then we need to go out there and then we have this uh, landworm boss battle. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah. For side quests or it's like... Uh... It's uh, more of a side quest where kind it, of, it, yeah. it might be a mission, yeah, like, mission or a yeah. story mission, mm -hmm. but you can potentially not do it, I guess. But it could be where, oh, well, this enemy that's, you know, it's uh, it's attacking the village that's outside of Gold Saucer or something like that. And then you have to, like, destroy it. And then. Yeah, for the harpy, for example, because uh, as soon as you have the, the buggy, you're still in the desert and you need to like first uh, drive out of the desert and then uh, across the river to get to Gongaga. And since I think it will be kind of a F-15-esque vehicle, where you actually, the, the buggy is not on the world map, but it's actually in there, in, in the, the zone, in the area. You get in, you drive around, like actually drive around with it. And it could be that there's there's the harpy just jumping in front of you. I have to get out and battle it or something. For some reason, harpy is also the one that gives you or that you can learn uh, a qualung from. And I hope this is still there because I love a qualung. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's a cool spell. Um, what also what also lends itself extremely well for a, a real boss is the flower prong, which is in the the forest around Gongaga, and since Gongaga should have more importance now, since Zack is not just a side character within hidden scenes, but integrated into the story, there should be something there. So there are two, um, two candidates. One is Flower Prong. It already has three phases, even in the original. It, it just sticks out, like uh, a, a sprout or something. And then... Uh, a bigger flower blooms. This is the second phase, and then if you hit it more, then it un unfolds completely, like it, it completely blossoms, and it's this huge, uh, huge flower monster. So this is already kind of fit. It fits into a three-phase boss boss battle. Mm -hmm. And in the Gongaga reactor, the heavy tank could be a boss there too. Maybe even a mini boss, but I'd love this to be like a, an actual boss. Since everything will be uh, expanded upon, I can see this um, this short segment with uh, the reactor in Gongaga to be a bit bigger. Because Scarlet's there trying to, to get the huge materia, but it's all busted and the materia is unusable. We get Titan. So yeah, that's my, my thought process there. In the Shinra Mansion basement, Yin Yang. 
I need this boss so bad because this is so creepy and uh, <laughs> really creepy. Maybe even uh, just after Vincent wakes up, we have uh, this chat with him. He uh, joins our party and then the yin yang yeah, comes out. That would be cool. Yeah. And this is the first time we can actually use Vincent and the Vincent tutorial starts and how his limit break works. And yeah, I hope at least. Uh, you put the Adamant Time Eye also before. For me, it's, yeah. it, it needs to be an actual boss there. Some Wutai-related boss, maybe some additional scenario, like we talked pardon me, talked about last time. There we, uh, we land in, a, in this port town of sorts. And there's uh, some commotion and stuff, and uh, Adam and Time Eye comes in and wants to wreck the place. Or, I don't know. It sounds generic, but <laughs> it's the only thing I can come up with right now. Or just a side, side quest enemy, or, or even um, an optional super boss. Like in Final Fantasy XV, the, the Adamantus was also yeah. uh, an optional super boss. In the, in, near Bone Village, we have the Vlacorados. I found this enemy really strange because I think it had only one or even just two attacks, didn't do much damage at all, but had a huge HP pool, like 65,535. It was, it just took ages and ages to kill and it didn't, it barely any damage. It, it was so weird. So this, this could be integrated into the story there. In terms of the uh, Bone Village and Blackrados is the boss in this segment there. Mm -hmm. uh, I mentioned this before, Stilva in Gaia's Cliff in the in the caves could be like uh, the Materia Keeper, uh, a boss in there, or the Blue Dragon. Although in hindsight, since uh, since the um, Schizo is there, I think both. Are other candidates for mini bosses? Oh yeah, right. I put the, I put Gigas as a full boss. Like be, before we actually enter the mm -hmm. the whirlwind maze, it's possible that uh, Gigas is is maybe the the boss at the tip or at at the peak of uh, Gaia's cliff. Although Schizo is right before, so I don't know. It's hard hard to predict. And I also found the uh, griffin. It could be a boss somewhere. I don't know. I think there are two versions of of a griffin type enemy around. It also has uh, boss material because it's airborne and uh, grounded both. So it also lends itself to like go through different phases. I think that that's about it for my suggestions for mini bosses mm -hmm. and full bosses. There's so many enemies in, too many. in this game, and yeah. I, I, I just see them. I I think that, I think that a lot of these are, like, do have potential to be bosses in battle arena. That too, yeah. Or true. if we see the pagoda thing happening mm -hmm. that we talked about before, um, even. Like how they had the VR missions in um, 
remake part one, some, something like that, where they could save these uh, True. for... Yeah. Or even like end game content, okay? Yeah, sure. Optional bosses, super bosses and stuff. So yeah. it could be optional bosses, but they don't have to be just like in a battle arena. It could be you have to revisit these areas that are that are like locked or blocked off, whatever, mm -hmm. and then you gain access to them after you're done. And then you have to go and there's still more uh story content that's left after you're you're done the game. So you can go back to the different areas and maybe help people that live in the villages by clearing out the bosses and they give you rewards or something. I'm mm. just trying to think for like end sure, game yeah. content that isn't just VR missions, mm. like which is what we got in part one. Yeah, it was a bit lackluster to be to be uh, frank. But yeah, so we're moving on to speculations for all new boss battles in part two. So just really quickly, I'm just going to read mine off. So I basically... I'm thinking that we might get, I know that the, I think it was Nomura that said that there were uh, Crisis Core characters that they were thinking about adding to the game or they wanted to add to the game to flesh out the story more. I'm not sure, but I be. see potentially new Crisis Core characters or other characters that are in the compilation games coming into the remake, the mm. next parts of the remake, and some of them could be enemies, you know? Some of them could end up being boss battles, like humanoid boss mm -hmm. battles, not just creatures and enemies. Um, and then I got to thinking, okay, so what about, like, Wu-Tai members who, like, even live there, like, war apologists, uh, maybe a new character whose parent died in the war and has grown resentment towards uh, Soldier and Shinra um, and, like, you know, catches them off guard and challenges them to a battle or somebody uh, vacationing in Wutai from Midgar that learns that, that they are avalanche mm -hmm. and fights with them due to the propaganda being spewed out in the remake part one by Shinra saying that avalanche are being funded by Wutai. Some kind of conflict that would connect those things that were given to it, like those story elements mm -hmm. that were given to us in part one to kind of connect it so i can see it that yeah doesn't feel like it's just gone and i don't mean like huge boss battles but i just mean like it could be just a group of people you know when we're in the uh um the train tracks in part one right when we're seeing the uh there's there's humanoid enemies there because they live in the in ruins of the do you know what i'm talking about in part one it's the guys that have the masks that oh, steal Oh, that your... train track. Yeah, 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 the bandits. Yeah, true, true. The uh, Bex, Bex badasses, yeah. Yeah, so something like that, right, but right. not like badasses. Yeah. They're just, they could be, I don't, I'm not sure. Um, I was just trying to really think about like legitimate things mm. that I thought of that could potentially end up being in like part two mm. and i know that in the beginning of part in part one well close to it when you get to the slums there is there's this kind of group of people that do challenge you remember don't they because it's something to do with johnny i forget i have to replay this game again oh no no that those <laughs> those are goons uh, don Corneo's goons who want to to find barrett and cloud just happens to be there and uh, he's, he tells them that for a price he can tell them where barrett is and then they 
yeah. you walk him to the 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 Doom Rat area and yeah, something like that. Yeah, it could course, be yeah. it could be even like Don Corneo pays off some group of people mm. in in Wu Tai and yeah, sure tries to get them murdered. <laughs> Like That's do payback, his dirty yeah. work, yeah, exactly. right? Which is what he's all about. Yep. He's not just want to do it himself. Mm. But yeah, and I just looked at new boss battles that we got in remake part one. So we got the whispers because that was never a thing mm. before. So and Roche, we didn't it, like he's a new Completely character. New, that was yeah. a boss battle that never existed, like in the original. So. And obviously the final boss when we had, um, well, I, spoilers, if you haven't finished the game yet, <laughs> the ultimate Whisper. Whisper Harbinger, yeah. Yeah, the Arbinger or Harbinger or whatever Harbinger, it is. However you pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we didn't, we didn't really get that much, I guess. Like, I know that they changed, they changed the, uh, 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 they made Hell House into yeah, a big, exactly. big deal. Yeah. Which was just, uh, wasn't it a normal enemy? Just a like normal it wasn't enemy, yeah. Really, even a, a a boss. So it could, I mean, it could be anything. Mm. It could be anything. They could just take a random normal enemy and just boom, turn it into a a boss battle and give it story, and then <laughs> it makes sure. sense. Yeah. Like we don't know, and that's all I could really come up with. Mm. I do have a few more ideas. For example, Elena in the Mithril Mines could be. Like a s sort of mm -hmm. semi-boss, kind of like the additional Reno battle. She, she's there and wants to challenge us because uh, we roughed up uh, Reno, wants to, wants to take revenge until she's stopped by the other two. That makes sense. Something like that. Maybe to, if they change up the, the encounter a little bit, maybe we, uh, we uh, meet her first alone and then the other two come in after the fact or something. Yeah. Could be. And it could be, it could make sense. Like she's new, right? So she's yeah. like, I got to prove myself, yeah, exactly. you know, like, so it could tie into the story there. Because otherwise we on will only uh, fight against her with the other two Turks in uh, the tunnels in the, during the Midgar mm -hmm. raid. So it right. would make sense to introduce her also with a battle. Kind of. And the next two um, get something in uh, at the beach in Costa del Sol. Hojo is there, and maybe it since Hojo is like much more present and being being a real pain in the butt in mm -hmm. the first game. So this might be that Cloud and the others actually want to attack him this time. So he just uh, throws some Mako pill whatever and this huge monster appears or something like that oh yeah and then we have to protect like that protect the uh tourists all over and maybe cloud because they're uh they're there in their um like uh, bath uh, bathing suits and trunks and whatever mm -hmm. cloud has to take an umbrella and and, and battle the, the monsters or something like zach did in the crisis <laughs> core <laughs> kind of like a throwback yeah i would like that <gasps> That would be awesome. Because Tifa has her fists uh, already, and Aerith can just conjure her staff, and Barrett has his gun arm at ready as well. Red 13 too. But Yuffie not, but she's 
otherwise, uh, um, like occupied otherwise with uh, selling material. <laughs> you get mm -hmm. a gale. So this could work actually. And Cloud is the only one who has to like get a, a replacement for his weapon. Um, what's next? All oh, right, the Corel reactor because we we just run past it. This is huge thing with a, a huge backstory. We just run past it. It could be that there's a, a new boss battle there. Maybe even the Bagnadrona I mentioned before, or something else. Then we have... Um, Alright, optional marks. Like kind of... Like in Final Fantasy 15 or uh, 12. Where we can, mm -hmm. if, uh, in, in certain areas, there's... Let's say, just for the sake of, of brevity, uh, blackboard where some some monsters are are here and over there that make uh, make ruckus and anybody that's strong enough can take them on and we can just uh yeah battle those at our leisure like optional as as we said before optional boss battle side quest stuff and in this this the sleeping forest which is pretty small. There's, I think, just two screens. One screen that keeps uh, repeating if we don't have the, the Earth Harp, and if we have, have it, then... Uh, not the Lunar Harp, the Earth Harp is uh, something different. Then we get into this, this screen, we uh, see everything Cloud Stream, and then we're through. This, those two screens. And we all mm -hmm. know how the sewers turned out. Two screens, and now a whole chapter. The great terrain graveyard, two screens. Now it's a whole chapter. So this could also be like not maybe not its own chapter, but still a, a huge area with its own boss. And maybe Kujiata will be a boss. Kind of. That would be cool. Yeah. And then we get uh, get its material. And between the Forgotten City and the Icicle area, uh, if you remember, we have to go through this weird cave where we have to um, climb this wall or through holes in the, in the wall it was kind of a weird design this area could also lend itself to have its own boss battle for some reason or maybe not in there but maybe outside in the snow field before we then uh, enter icicle in all right uh we have another Ele elena um encounter that's not really a battle in the Icicle Inn. Like if, if you're fast enough, you can dodge her and she just falls over and rolls down the, the hill. It's <laughs> pretty, pretty funny. This could still be a thing, kind of, unless they just change this into a full-blown battle. Could also work. So they don't really have to send her as a battle in the Mythical Mines, but have her battle here. Unless they right. end, ba uh, end chapter, or uh, not chapter, and part two at Nibelheim, then it makes sense for Elena to be a boss battle in the Mithril Mines. Kind of. Okay, and maybe a, another boss in the Great Glacier besides snow. Snow is optional, so maybe there's uh, like this, uh, a snow golem or a huge snow monster, a yeti or what, what have you. Just something uh, towards the end of, of this whole um, ordeal. Mm -hmm. That would be awesome. Yeah. Thing is, uh, 
I'm not sure if they keep the mechanic of us um, becoming too cold, then collapsing and waking up in uh, Holtzoff's cabin. If if it, this is the case, uh, jamming a boss in there doesn't really make any sense because if we're too slow, we don't get to see the boss anyway. So right. maybe not. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. I don't yeah, it depends on how they want to do that. Yeah, and sure. we did talk about this. Like, for example, if they had different outfits, Maybe they have yep. jackets or something. I hope so. You know, that keep them warm mm. and then they can stay out longer. Yeah, for um, example, yeah. In the cold, you know, but we don't know. It could be that they just get so cold, they pass out and then they wake up and there's no boss battle. Yeah, probably not. I, I really hope we get uh, winter gear there and summer gear or like bathing suits mm -hmm. and stuff in Costa del Sol. We yeah, already that would be awesome. We already have the the, uh, the Shinra outfit and sailor suit Barrett on uh, the boat. And maybe... Yeah, I would love that. Maybe Wutai gear. Maybe there is an additional scenario where we can attend a, a local local festivities there and everyone has their... Uh, um, what's it called? The, the kimono? Or yugata if it's, if it's uh, mm -hmm. at the evening. I'd love that. Like, just just give us uh, different costumes, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So just some Final Fantasy VII Remake news. I guess we got the Ultimania or Material Ultimania that came out. I know that um, Ata Kimochi has uh, been amazing. Mm -hmm. She's been translating the Ultimania online on Twitter, and I've been reading a lot of the posts same, there yeah. that she's been posting and some people um obviously have been like there's been an outcry about the explanation i guess as to the ending of the game with mm -hmm. everything that happened with zach and that scene so we didn't really get a chance to kind of dive into that for this episode but i was hoping that we could potentially talk about it on our next episode or maybe an episode after that we'll see yeah sure and also uh final fantasy 16 their website went up I did get a second to check it out. I think the concept art is incredible. Oh, yeah. They did give a little bit of background of the a few of the main characters, which seems super interesting. I did read it. I liked what I read. And then it shows the different sigils, I guess, for each of the different kingdoms mm -hmm. that are on the continent. So I was reading a little bit about that, but I didn't really go into too much detail um, when I was reading about those uh, because I had... Like I was doing other stuff, so I haven't had a chance mm. to really dig in there. But, um, but yeah, this this uh, the information on this website clears up a lot for me for me because I had so many questions and stuff for, from the trailer didn't really make sense and it's hard to tell what actually was going on, who was, who was who. Yeah, but what we talked about is actually what's happening though about the the summons that we t we talked about that and we yeah. had thought that like. It's so they bestow their power on somebody or yeah. they're born with it. It's just more, more detail. Become, yeah. They're forced into battle for the military, right? Some, yeah. Some are, are revered as protectors. Exactly. Some are uh, exiled and killed. And yeah, it's, <laughs> mm -hmm. it's very interesting. So it, it helps a lot for my upcoming analysis, which will hopefully come out sometime after the Aerith analysis is done. Mm -hmm. I still need to finish the script. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad <laughs> I waited. One thing at a time. I'm glad I waited because now I have a bit more information. It makes much more sense and I hopefully can condense mm -hmm. a few parts a little bit. So yeah, I'm looking forward to finishing this. Mm -hmm. 
Well, guys, that concludes our episode for today. We hope that you enjoyed our discussion on the boss battles of Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2. If you have any questions or ideas for topics that we can cover in our up-and-coming episodes, do not hesitate to send us an email at thereunionpodcast at gmail.com. That's thereunionpodcast at gmail.com. You can also write our Twitter. Our Twitter account is at reunion underscore podcast. We do have a Facebook page as well. It's just reunion underscore podcast. And we do have a Discord server as well for the podcast. And the link for the server is actually written in the description of every episode. So all I have to do is click on that. It'll automatically um, ask you to be added to our Discord server. Yeah, we do have a YouTube channel as well. It's the Reunion Podcast, and we do post the podcast episodes to our YouTube channel as well. And we do have an Instagram account. It's the Reunion Podcast. And Viz, did you want to drop your socials for Cosmo Canon Observatory? Oh, for sure. So the main channel is, of course, on YouTube. It's uh, Cosmo Canon Observatory, easily found. On Twitter, it's at CC underscore observatory, where we post semi-regularly. Before it was daily, now it's mm-hmm. bit, uh, has... has uh, flatten out a bit but I still try to post mostly like small analyses retweet a few stuff and we also have a discord server it's also called Cosmo Canyon Observatory the link for that is in every description of each uh, YouTube video so it's easy to find perfect and uh, don't forget to like and subscribe if you feel so inclined write us a review it is the best way to support us here on the podcast and it really helps us the most so thank you guys so much for continuing to listen to us here on the podcast and i wish you guys all the best and uh hopefully we'll talk to you soon take care everyone (laughs) bye guys